Welcome to Guest Gab, a recurring segment on the Lee Evie Korean drama podcast show featuring special guest and very lovely man, G. So G is perfect in every way, except that he is not a K-drama addict. However, G has agreed to allow me to give him a K-drama crash course. He is my guest and we are going to gab about K-drama together. Specifically, this will take the form of G watching the first episode of a random K-drama, then explaining it back to me in a first episode recap. Uh, The guest gab will also include some fun trivia. So sit back, relax, and listen to my many attempts to persuade G of the pure joy that is K-drama. Wish me luck. and welcome to a new episode of my K-drama podcast. This week I'm doing a guest gab and I'm here with a very special guest, G. Say hello, G. Hello, listeners. So today uh, we're going to be doing a one episode recap of a random K-drama that I picked for G to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the drama that we're going to be chatting about with you guys is called Scholar Who Walks the Night, which is a 20 episode... It's a saga. 20 episodes. It's 20, yeah. Wow. A lot of like historicals are usually like, that's pretty. That's a That's long. a pretty, no, that's pretty standard for okay. us for a historical. So this one's historical. I would kind of call it, I guess it's like a fantasy romance. That's what I think it is. Okay. A bit of horror in there, but not that much. Um, and it's from 2015. It's a romanticy. What's that mean? It's a, it's a romance fantasy, a romanticy. Oh. Yeah, I guess so. I wonder why that's not a thing that people say. Well, you hear it here first, listeners. I've coined a term and I hope that uh, history remembers me as the person who came up with romanticy. Right. I'm sure someone's someone's done it before. I reckon someone. Literally everything's been done before. Yeah. Um, But it's very good. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) So, uh, gee, why, why did I pick this drama to subject you to? Scholar Who Walks the Night. Do you um, think? Because uh, we've, we've done a big run of, uh, of guest gals um, lately. We did Flower of Evil from start to finish. Yes, that and one's then, on Patreon. And, and that's yeah, sorry, it's Patreon only, sorry. Uh, but there, there was a lot of drama watched. There was a lot of drama going on. And, um, you know, I was, I was getting some drama burnout, I think. And I think <laughs> you had to entice me with something that could... That I thought you'd like. That I'd like. And you know I like E-Junkie, so I guess he that's does. He really, really potentially why E-Junkie. you picked this. Um this drama does star the actor Lee Jun-ki. And of course, yeah. Lee Jun-ki is from Flower of Evil. He's from Scarlet Heart Row. He's from a zillion chameleon different dramas. Yeah. Good you, dramas. He's he's from Resident Evil, the fourth or it fifth of Resident Evil have, movie. That is a thing that happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's why you've picked this, presumably. I did. And I also it's a kind of shift of tone because what's the last thing we did? Uh, that was Man, man to Man. man. Um, so going for something more like psycho type. Yeah, you know, historical. historical vibe. We, Switch oh, it up a bit, you know. Historical. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did We did Scarlet Heart Rio. Rio, and yeah. That's another Ejun Key That's the only other one I remember. Yeah, I don't did think we've we do? done many historicals. Oh, no, we did. We did Tamara the Island. <laughs> we did do Tamara the Island. <laughs> yeah. You've wiped that. That was, that was accurate mind. retelling of history. <laughs> well, probably more than this is. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's probably closer to my. This drama is about a vampire. 
Um, so I guess my relationship with Scholar Who Walks the Night is back in 2015, because uh, I'm an Lee Jun Ki fan and this one was coming out and I love historicals, I definitely started watching it. I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it was like as it was airing, but certainly, you know, pretty soon around that time. Um, and I think I watched three quarters of it. I can't really remember, but I didn't actually watch to the very end. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, well, I think... It's not really a thing for you, really, is it? Usually you tough it out. <sighs> Yeah, mm, the I didn't used to. I gotta say, so when I okay. first started watching K dramas ten years ago, I toughed everything out to the end. No matter how much wow. I wanted to punch a drama in the face, I would just like I'd fucking watch that thing to the very last. That's scene. some hard work. Yeah, well, it started killing 20, me 20 because to twenty-four episodes. Like, mm, holy shit. I was spending a lot of time watching things I didn't want to watch instead of watching things I did. So I think I kind of burnt myself out, and I kind of learned how to put a drama down and be like, all right, this one's not for me. I'm yeah. gonna move on. So. And then I think I had this thing like, you know, around maybe when this drama came out, 2015, where, you know, if a drama would get even a tiny bit slow or something a little bit like yeah. not cool would happen mm-hmm. that I wasn't so into, I would just sort of, you know, get distracted by a different drama because mm-hmm. they're all very shiny and exciting when you first pick yeah, them you, up. You've got so many on the go. Yeah, there's one so time. many coming yeah. out all mm-hmm. the time as well to like entice you to try mm-hmm. something different. Um, and so I... I, got because, I wouldn't say I was dropping heaps of dramas, but I'd be less likely to like push through if something oh, had like a little bit of slowness around mm-hmm. that three quarter mark, which, you know, a lot of stories I think kind of do before they start ramping it up towards the end. Mm. And it's really interesting to me because since I started this podcast, I think my, my whole like watching approach has really changed because now I'm like, oh, I want to talk about it on the podcast. So I definitely want to yeah. push through the slow bit to get to the end. And, and usually I find the end is like, it picks back up. Yeah, it's that's really what I was exciting. If actually it yeah. redeems itself or something. And then I yeah. think of all those dramas that I kind of stopped, you know, cause it just like had one episode that was mm-hmm. a little bit slow. And I'm like, geez, if I just push through that, who knows mm-hmm. how good that drama could have been. Cause that happens to me all the mm-hmm. time now. And you just push through that one episode and you know. Well, you know, I'd be interested to see what happened with this drama. Cause this mm-hmm. is pretty random. Like you call it a yeah. random drama episodes and yeah you're right because this is pretty random first yeah. episode you know i'm not saying it's going to be flat out bad but at the same time i'm like that's not the greatest omen for what's to come because it's, it's a little bit scattered yeah. but then again maybe you know you've always I told think, me like mm, dramas sort of like you know they kind of have a lead-in period like before they find their feet they really um, do i like i feel like you can't really judge what a drama is going to be by what its first episode mm. is because i think a first episode can have a completely different feel to the rest of the show once it gets going because it's usually just set up um and actually historical k-dramas even more so because they often have like a big backstory or childhood mm-hmm. section like a lot of really famous historical dramas um i'm just thinking of like moon embracing the sun off the top of my head and other ones like that they might have up to like four episodes with child actors mm-hmm. and then they switch to the adults and you don't really know if you like the show until you see the main stars in it and see what it is so here's a question do you think like that's good or bad that they do that like because you know the way like i'm just thinking of like you know the, the it movies I do movies. know about the It movies. He's so, talking about the Stephen King horror the adaptation, It movies. No, the modern adaptation. Of, the new ones not from the like old ones with 2019 or whatever. Um, so like they, they basically follow the characters when they're kids for the first movie and then like when they're adults for mm. the second movie. And that's sort of how the book goes. But they do it in a book, it's back and forth between mm. the two time points, timelines. Um, but in the movie, it's like split. And so it's kind of like you relate to the kids and you get to know them, but then you kind of have to do that work again to kind of get yeah. into the adults. Yeah. And, it, and, you know, um, you know, not spoiler warning for that movie. They don't really, in my opinion, you know, re- recharacterize the adults well enough. Yeah. Um, 
because I think you already like the characters because yeah. you liked the kid versions. But, but changed, obviously, they, you need to get introduced. people, right? So do I you totally, find that, yeah. is that a problem in K-drama? Um, like, or it, does it ever has been, yeah, actually, because um, particularly Moon Embracing the Sun, which is this mega hit drama from quite a few years ago, like a really huge one and a bit of a star making turn for the male lead in that one, which was Kim Soo Hyun, who's like Easy. super famous now. He's actually, he was in Dream High, but you didn't get that far because uh. he's not in the first episode. <laughs> Um, but he's like a huge okay. actor now. And I do remember that one because it has this really long childhood portion. And the three childhood stars who are in that, yeah. um, which is Yo uh, Jingu, I think, is the young guy who, again, now is a big male lead actor because they've all grown up. My favorite actress, Kim So Hyun, is in it and she's grown up. And Kim Yu Jong, I think her name is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved those little kids. I really, really connected with them. Mm. And I, you know, they were just old enough to sort of have this, the first kind of inclinations of romance and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and i really love those characters and yeah when they swapped the adults i it didn't it carry across for me particularly with a female lead because kim yu jung was in it as the young version and i fucking adored her and she was so good mm-hmm. and then it swapped the whole the like the you know the adult role mm-hmm. and i was just like meh i kind of find when they do things like this in, in tv shows or movies or whatever like it's really good if they if they flip between them so like you don't see the full yeah. story of the kid or the full story of the adult they kind it just of keeps keep flipping, flipping back. back and by the time and you, you get, get to the end of out. the episode or the movie or whatever yeah you finally realize like what the their past story. story was in relevance to the you know yeah but it helps that it ties the two people together like the younger and yeah person. you feel like they're the same you know, character they feel like the same person and you kind of relate to both portrayals mm. like the young and older version no, but when really you keep them completely separate you really do feel like they're separate it's, and you have to i think then the drama has to take the time to reintroduce mm. you to the to adult version and to what their personality is and make you yeah. warm them mm-hmm. so it's almost like they have to do that twice yeah. which is a lot and of work. also because um you know if there's an adult character obviously like in a lot of these shows and stuff the main story mostly is going to be adults it's the past mm. is, the, is the kids so like if you show a little bit of their childhood and then flip to when they're an adult and then flip back and forth right you're kind of seeing like who they are now, but maybe why they are the way they are now. So you, yeah. so you're giving them this see, kind of yeah. like you're giving the audience like a really nice understanding. The adult of version is actually getting characterized yeah. by the child. And so version. by the time you get through all that stuff, you really like both really yeah. well, you know, but and you feel connected to both. I've just really got to say yeah. that that's not what happens in this drama. Mm. Scholar who walks the night, and no. I don't know why we're talking about. I this. feel it's because it's such a ran- <laughs> it's such a random ass episode. Uh, we're like, it is, is it is a backstory. <laughs> Imagine this was, but it's not a childhood backstory. No, it's yeah. We just got went off on a tangent. <laughs> that was a total. I think this, the source material was, for this episode is a little bit scattered. So at least like, it was a K drama related ran- random tangent. Yeah, and All look, right. and if anyone wants to go check out uh, Stephen King's It. In, uh, in a, then you can because it that. is a thing that it ex- exists it exists oh what yeah. an amazing joke the you first movie's made. better just saying brilliant <laughs> alright I've got a question yes. um, gee what's your relationship with this K-drama this specific one that we're about to talk about called Scholar Who Walks the Night as usual it's just uh, another K-drama booby trap that I've walked into <laughs> <laughs> um I do, but I do remember when you were watching do this really? I do because I remember you said you didn't like it and I but for some reason I thought when I uh, when I was thinking back about it, I th- the drama I thought you said that you didn't like was Scarlet Heart and Yo. Oh no, I liked that. Yeah, but that, but I knew there was one that had E. John Key in it that you didn't, you weren't liking. And oh, I remember, I did I remember like you, it. no, but I remember there was one time I actually saw like a glimpse of an episode. It must be halfway through the show. Yeah. Or 
and you were just sort of like telling me that you're just sort of not really into what was going on. I think I was actually really, really into it for a long time. And then it hit a thing that happened Mm. that I was like, I'm out. Yeah. But I didn't push through. And now I'm like, I should have pushed through. You were telling me about it. And I remember going, oh, okay. I feel like I should have pushed through. I feel like it was such a, like a small insignificant thing. I don't really know why it bothered me so much. And actually uh, just drop this now. And this is an extreme weather warning for all our listeners. Don't worry, your, your weather's probably fine. We're living through storm season right We're, we're in now. storm season. So we're recording this episode because, you know, we just like to, to keep it going, you know, rain or shine um, yeah. to make sure well, we get these podcasts actually, guys. But you might hear some <laughs> rain noises, wind, hail, and all sorts of clattering yeah. in the background. It's a pretty um, mad day. But, you know, that's part of say... the, the rough and raw experience of this podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> the low quality, non-professional yeah. No, 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 no. It's, it's real. It's real. It's gritty. Um, it's, it's in your face. I have to say that my regular listeners who listen to this show every week are actually probably at this point used to me every single week saying, oh, I'm really sorry because there's a cat on top of like my laptop or okay. there's rain outside. Yeah. So okay. you guys are well used to this crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you, I have a trivial trivia stuff question. It's trivial? It's a trivial trivia. Okay. It's actually not trivia because I made up that cool title before I made up the question. <laughs> so it's not trivia. It's just a question. Okay. If you had to make your own K-drama, who would be in it and what would it be about? Lee Jung-ki. He would be in it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> right? No hesitation there. Shin Mina. Oh, yeah. Shin yep. Mina's great. Um... Have they even done a drama together? Yeah, Rang the Magistrate. Oh. <laughs> Come on. This is drama 101. You should oh. know better. Can, 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 what's happened here? How did I become this I person? No, you're the K-drama expert now. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I love a Rang in the Magistrate. That's such a good drama. Um, what, what was the question? What would it be uh, about? Yeah, what would it be about? Historical, modern, what genre? Uh, it would be... I think I'll go modern. Mm-hmm. Um... And, um, oh, okay. So it will be about, um, like they're kind of like, you know, two people who went to school together and like, just sort of like hated each other in school. Mm -hmm. And then they don't see each other after they come out of school, but then they end up both working for like big tech companies. Wow, biomedical so tech com- Yeah, yeah. I've got the whole plot. It's all. Wow. I've got all. Why do you? I've got twelve episodes of material. Oh, twelve. Ready to go. Okay. Um, Sounds not right. solid twelve, no filler. Um, <laughs> and so they go. They each end up working the biomedical, like in sort of wow. like biomedical innovations, but a sort of really intense version where they're trying to make like you know like advanced like human evolution. This or sounds something. like a rom com. It is right. So this is what happens, right? Um, they end up. Uh, having to do two companies decide to collaborate on a project and they're the chief scientists from each wow. right? and they're supposed to come up with this new way of like um like giving people like new bodies and then there's oh. an accident in the lab and what oh. happens is both their heads get fused onto the what? same body right <laughs> <laughs> right and and then the rest Who's of drama body? Mina's body no, they, have, they have like a, a, third, a dummy body. body that they both get fused onto so they're kind of Whoa. like it's like a two-headed body and it's like ijung ki's head and shimina's head <laughs> and then they have to like figure out how to undo this and they're just bickering the whole time but then eventually they fall in love oh. yeah. but there's a there's a, third, there's a there's a second male lead oh. who falls in love with the two-headed body oh. person so there's like a, a love triangle so the second male lead falls in love with both of them yes. as a singular being yeah with two heads and it's kind of dating each of them separately you know what when you started <laughs> <laughs> when one of them's having a nap so that they yeah. don't know yeah. when you started telling me this plot i was gonna say to you i'd bankroll this like this sounds great 
But why, why towards the end, I feel less certain no, but the that idea the romance is, is going to hold gonna, They're going to undo what they've done and, and replace their heads back onto their body. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then they learn about how great each other is. You know, they had to there is a drama them. that's sort of similar, but it's very different called Secret Garden. And they hate each other, I think. I can't mm-hmm. really remember. But then they swap bodies and then they have to learn to work together. Yeah. And then they fall in love. Same but principle. basically they fall in love with themselves because they're looking at themselves. Same principle, except they're on the same body. Oh, it's you weird. Know? Like, and the heads That's are right weird. next to each other, so they're at an angle all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, weird. You know I mean? Like, it's just enough space for. Two I just heads, don't like, like if there was a kiss scene. I just don't feel like I would feel that that was very romantic. That would be pretty intense, wouldn't it? It but would be. It would be no good. That might even break television. Yeah, I think it would be no good. Um, <laughs> I'm so not. So, anyone is interested in taking this idea? <laughs> up, any producers out there? Please contact I... contact me. Oh, I don't know. I just yeah. All I right. think it'd be good. I'd have a lot of fun you'd, watching it. Would you? I would. I would do a whole whole season review of that with you. Wow, yeah. that's a pretty good offer. Yeah, because and it'd be twelve episodes, so no filler, right. just bam. Actually, no. Let's make oh. it ten episodes, solid. All right. Ten episodes in a movie. Well, look, I'm willing to give this a go. Okay. If you're gonna watch it with me, that's a real boon. That sounds great. Mm. Okay. Um. My my second trivial trivia stuff question. Sure. Which is not trivia. Do you like vampires? Because uh, the, the drama that we're about to recap, Scholar Who Walks the Night, is about vampires. Yeah, vampires would be cool. Um, you into them? You know, I'm a big fan of Buffy from way back. Oh, Angel. Buffy, Angel. Oh. Love it. Um, oh. So, very different kind of vampires in this show, yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, I, you know. I, I, You're into I, it? Vampires are cool. I'm into it too. Yeah, um, they're always a bit of fun. My next question mm-hmm. is, do you prefer Korean vampires or non-Korean vampires? Or uh, do you not really mind? I need way? more exposure to more Korean vampires. I mean, I, I don't right. know if... The, I would have... I'm, I'm just going to say that this might not be the best example of, <laughs> of the Korean, Korean vampire, vampire genre. genre. Like, um, yeah, I bet there's better ones. You know, I I do like the idea of Jung Ki being a vampire, actually. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Hmm. Um, we didn't really get enough of him being a vampire, I guess, because it's yeah. sort of his origin story. How did sure. Lee Jung Ki become a vampire? We see his teeth. W- well, yeah. yes, we do. Yeah. We see them grow. Yeah. yeah. I know, just me in general, because you know the way he smiles, he's like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no one listening can see what I'm doing with my face. No, but, but he did a little Ejun Ki impression. impression. You know, he's like... <laughs> he's still... <laughs> Please stop doing Ejun Ki I don't know how to describe this. I'm making a goofy <laughs> smile that he does. Um, you always see his teeth. It's a very toothy smile. You know, because some people when they smile, they're like... Mm, your lips kind he's of doing more impressions right like, now. You guys can't see. Other times people gee, smile. this is a podcast. I know. This isn't YouTube. I really wish we, we had some visual element here. Well, we could. Too, but we're not going to. We're not going to do that. Um, so I think I prefer Korean vampires only because I prefer Korean everything when it comes to movies and drama. <laughs> oh, okay. Or drama. Caveat there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All I right. Like, I better leave the room then because... Oh, uh... no. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer you over everything. Don't worry. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's it for a little fairly random waffly intro section. We're going to mm-hmm. get on with the recap. So G is going to recap for us the first episode of Scholar Who Walks the Night. Let's do it. All right. Take it away, G. Tell us what happens in the very first episode of the, what did I say? 2015 fantasy historical romantic episode. Romanticy historical Skull Who Walks the Night. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'll try and recount what happens. I don't Please really do. know exactly what happens. So we open... <laughs> 
at this episode with a interestingly uh, rendered CGI panning view of some uh, interestingly rendered. Yeah, interesting in that it looks kind of like a mid two thousands computer game. Um, there's a CGI owl. <laughs> I wish, I think, it looked okay. It looked okay. It was the owl that really did it though. You know, because when we do things with CGI, it's like, I always feel like people are flying too close to the sun with that thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's always like, yeah, I know it was a good idea on paper, but look, when you actually do it, it doesn't look good enough. You know, it's just, just, it falls short just enough that it goes, you make it go, oh, why don't you just not do that instead? CGI animals are tough, right? Anything's living CGI mm. can be really tough. Unless you've got like, you know, like Star Wars level of budget, like, you know, that crazy amount of mm. money to really do it. But Which I'm presuming these guys didn't. No. I think I like it because it's, you know, it's nighttime and it's basically a swooping view yeah. of like Hanyang or if it's Hansong, I think it's yeah. Hanyang or whatever. But, yeah. I mean. And it looks pretty cool because yeah. I like seeing that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it doesn't exist anymore. So you can't film it for yeah. real. I wonder what <laughs> happened to that owl. Where's that owl? Now? Oh, well, I guess we're talking a few hundred years. Yeah. Or a around. computer. Yeah. <laughs> Stored on someone's hard drive yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I think so. Um, anyway. I thought the owl was a weird place to start because I'm because not really sure it. that it's relevant. I think it's just supposed to be like a creepy nocturnal animal. That's why. Ah. Uh, you know? like, like a vampire. Right, a creepy right. nocturnal animal. But it was creeped out by, by the, the vampire. vampire. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, so we pan over this palace and it's basically someone telling a story about um, that, that, that the palace people tell... Like it's like it's like an, it's supposed to be an okay, urban, urban legend, legend passed down through the palace maids. That's is what right. This voiceover says. That's right. And we basically is that um, you know the king's getting on with his concubines, and when he's this very happens, old and they're very young, I might ver- point out. Well, but yeah, this that's is, fairly realistic, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah. So lovely old man that um, is. Poor old kingy has to deal with this vampire. Old kingy. Very old kingy yeah. has to deal with uh, this vampire stalking around yeah. his premises. <laughs> and the vampire, um, sort of, you know, is, is, is the vampire's name is Gui. So the, the vampire is played by the actor Isu Hyok, who is in. He's in quite a few things. He's actually played a vampire in another drama about vampires, he's but it was a funny been comedy. Typecast. Yeah, well, he's he plays a lot of second male lead characters, I suppose. But he okay. was in a cool drama called White Christmas, which was the first time I saw him. No, okay. that was like a psychological thriller. Oh. It was really creepy and interesting. Right-o. Yeah, it was really good drama. Mm. Uh, and recently, I think he was one of the side or second male leads in a drama called Doom at Your Service, which as I record this, I still haven't Doom. seen. Doom okay. at Your Service. Yeah, sense. Doom Ominous. is like a supernatural being, and he's at the female lead service. Oh, okay. Hmm. I guess. I okay. haven't seen it. I want um, to, though. It's on my list. Well, uh, this guy's stalking around. He's got red eyes. He has a little stare down with the owl. He also has a mullet. He doesn't have a mullet. He's got a mullet. He doesn't have a mullet. How do you not think that's a, It's short at the front and long at the back. How no, is that not a mullet? It's not a mullet because you might need to shave the sides and stuff. It was shaved. Side. No, he doesn't. I can see it his is, picture. You got no, it up on the laptop like here. Slightly shaved at the side. Around his ears were shaved. I think. I think he. Oh, Isu has a mullet. Also, he's a shimmery gold. I feel bird. like you, you saw things you wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Like the, the mullet hairstyle. I mean, it's not Joseph's really hair. come back lately. It's not a top knot. Maybe you're just seeing mullets everywhere. Oh, you know? I wish I wasn't. You've got <laughs> you've got mullet vision. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. I thought it looked like a mullet. Okay. Let's let's pretend it's a mullet. Let's, okay. Okay. So this vampire with a mullet, <laughs> who's named Gui, has been staring down an owl. The yeah. owl's supposed to be creeped out. I don't think the owl looked creeped out. I don't think the owl was like. Yeah, well, I think it flew off. So I guess it was. It was just scared. like just whatever, man. Because um, Gui's eyes burned red. Yeah. 
things looked pretty. Yeah. I don't know. Looked like the actor Isu Shock with yeah. red eyes. <laughs> with red eyes. I don't know. Um, so this is something you told me about. So basically, yeah. we see the king like going to go get Jiggy with his concubine. Yes. And then, uh, but the Gui, the vampire, has actually broken into where the, the, the concubine is. Mm. And he told me that he's actually wearing shoes indoors, which is like a big no-no. Yeah, well, it's they like particularly a... pan in, so you see he's wearing these big leather boots oh, and right. he just walks straight into the chamber. So that's like, but obviously in Korea, you have to take your shoes off before you go inside. You need something to identify vampires being badass, right? Well, because, like, you know the way they used to do an angel? He had like a silk shirt that was buttoned down. And leather pants. And leather That's pants. how you knew. That's how you know someone's a vampire. If you're yeah. watching Buffy or Angel, you see someone with a silk shirt and leather, and leather pants. You know. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Chances are they true. are a vampire. I think in K dramas, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think in K dramas, like the shoe thing is used. Like it's one of those interesting things that you probably don't, like you wouldn't, well, I didn't notice when I first started watching, but mm-hmm. it's actually used as a storytelling device. So okay. the more you watch dramas, you start noticing it. So. For instance, like I've seen dramas where someone's trying to rush indoors to get something and they still have to take the time to take off their shoes. But then in something, you know, like maybe he's running in and he thinks she's in danger or in trouble and he runs straight in with his shoes to his own house. And then that's like, it's a big deal, you right, know, okay. didn't even stop to take off his shoes. Yeah. Or in this one, he didn't take off his shoes because he's going to murder this woman. He yeah. don't give a shit about yeah. the ground. He's, he's going to put blood on it anyway. Fight to net. Can you believe that? I can. He's a it's... vampire. Highly unusual behavior. <laughs> anyway, he, he bites her neck, he and the king's standing outside. He can see a silhouette. He's of this real happening. sad. But like, yeah, he I, do I don't anything. really understand his reaction. He's just like, oh he just, no, he's, not a yeah, he's like, oh dang, and just puts his head down and yeah. hangs it in shame. And I was like, that's a really interesting reaction to whatever's going on. Well, clearly this has been going on for yeah. a long time, and he was just hoping maybe this one particular like, night he was going to be able to get it, it on can with I this get it on nice for young fresh woman. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, yuck. I, yuck. I guess we're supposed to feel pretty bad. Yeah, for thingy. I think the king's supposed to be a bit shit, though. Is he? Yeah, oh, because okay. isn't that, as I'm sure someone says something about, like, you know, the king's just letting it happen. He's not yeah. standing up. Well, we find out he's a bit of a puppet, isn't he? He's a puppet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, really, Gui is ruling the nation, basically, and he has well, a little throne room underground. This is all, at this point, none of this is apparent in the episode because oh. we basically realize that. It, this this narrator is actually one of our main characters, who's the crown prince, who's telling... He's a main this, character for the first episode. Well, for the first episode. Uh, he's telling the story that he wrote. It's a, it's a book. It's a horror novel. It's actually a horror novel. Yeah. So he's he's writing this as a so story. So this dude who's saying this story um, is played by the actor Lee Hyun who I've seen in heaps of stuff. Mm. I can't think of what right now. Lee Hyun I feel like he was in a movie with Kim Soo-hyun, like a weird northern North Korean spy movie okay. thing. I'm pretty sure he was in that. Um, but anyway, he plays the crown prince, and you don't realize this at the yeah. very start. So but when we get to this scene, basically it's him and Lee Jung-ki's character. Who's, Lee Jung-ki plays a scholar historian who's also his friend. Yeah, he's like and best kind mates of, with the crown prince. But like, he, he, he's not just that, really. Is he? He's kind of like, not works for him, but kind <clears> of <throat> he's supposed to be around him, isn't he, as well? Like well, he's kind I think of... they're best friends, but he's clearly sort of devoted to him. He devoted himself to the crown prince in a sort of loyal subject yeah, sort okay. of way. But I guess he, he's always going to be around and helping him with yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. So anyway... And he's willing to give his life for the crown prince. Yeah. And he believes in the crown prince, as in he'll make a better future yeah. for the country. But this is what we don't know as the crown prince. We just know they're just two... two Silly boys. Two blokes a having shop. a chat about... <laughs> 
uh, erotic novels, which is what they're actually talking about. <laughs> I feel um, like there's always a bit of like weird erotic novel chat yeah, okay. in a historical. There was in, um, like a in the Star of Heart and Rios. Well, yeah, there was, there? right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so I just think it's a it's a it's thing. A thing. It must have been a thing. Like, I guess it was a thing. Yeah, raunchy, I'm interested raunchy to know read. more about a raunchy read. A raunchy historical cyborg read. Holy moly! Yeah, I'm interested. Um, I'd like to know more about that. I guess it was real. Why? Oh, just for history. It's oh, interesting. Are you like, just for history? Just no. you know, <laughs> I'm going to have to track down some of these texts for research. That's not what I'm saying. Research. I mean, how, how raunchy could they have honestly been? <laughs> yeah. Like, ooh, her ankle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> I saw her knee. And then I touched her hand Whoa. with my hand. <laughs> X-rated. Yeah. No, okay, yeah. so. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. That's pretty risky. Um, that's so, so anyway, they're having a little chat about erotic novels, mm. um, also about this vampire book mm. that he's just written, and basically they, this this guy is also like goes under a pen name where he writes the raunchy Prince novels. Does. Yeah, the Crown Prince. He's under he writes raunchy novels under a um, a, a raunchier pen name. He's a raunchy. Pen he's the name lustful is... student. Yes. Right? <laughs> the lustful. One. I wonder if it's like if that's a translation thing because that sounds pretty silly. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm, I'm gonna accept that it is, in, is <laughs> correct is, 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 is correct um but then uh yeah so you know Ejun Key's character he's like uh he's working on some history stuff and and um yeah so basically they just sort of like leave the library after mm. having you know a few it's like a bookstore i think or whatever it is yeah, yeah. a bookshop and um it's really funny because Ejun Key gets on a horse and he looks behind him and there's a guy on a roof just looking at him and then <laughs> the guy just like ducks behind the roof and he's like Hmm, that's weird. Oh, anyway, Ejunki like he he does like a real serious face. He's he, like, hmm. Yeah, but he's sort of like he's been very jolly up until hmm, this point. Yeah, this is the point where you realize, well, he means yeah. business. And uh, this is where I think this the next sort of moment sort of defines a lot of the drama, which is just these really strange leaps into new segments that don't really gel. Oh yeah, you're you right. You know? Like right. everything just sort of goes from one thing to another very quickly. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I feel like probably they actually had all this other stuff and in between. And they just cut and out. And just cut it out. from A to B. It's like, we A to C and who cares about B. Yeah. So anyway, they just start riding. And all of a sudden there's like they're a bunch in a of... Forest, they're in a forest. Being chased by 10 dudes. The, and the, but the chase starts like immediately. It's like yeah. literally like we see them getting on their horses and they ride out of town. And then they're being chased immediately. And it's like, oh, what? hang it's on. True. Okay. It's very odd. So we're just like, I okay, didn't mind it. what's going on? <laughs> you know, these guys are chasing them. And then they all jump off the horses, and or Ejun Key jumps off the horses. Oh, and, and then they're in a field. And in the field, yeah. And they're in a field, and like this is like a flat field, it's pretty much. It's a big field. So to, to turn up here, you would be seen, right? So just keep that in mind for the next <laughs> the next piece of information I'll tell you. So Ejun Key jumps off his horse, and he, he's you know in proper Ejun, cool proper Ejun Key style. He's he a badass. A cool he's a complete badass. Yeah. He throws a stone cool. at one guy. He's fucking them all up. Um, I thought the action scene was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I liked decent. it. The fight scene was pretty it's cool. It's decent, yeah. You know, um, and anyway, he's he's about to like you know go all in to fucking fight these guys, mm. and the Crown Prince is like, "Stop! Don't do that. These are actually my men." And that's when we actually find out he's the Crown Prince. Yeah. We don't notice. And it's like, why didn't you fucking tell him this? Well, <laughs> While you guys was... were both bolting, you know, <laughs> like, why be like, no, 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 don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, you know, man. He's just like, hmm, let's I see what like this I feel like the out. whole thing with the crown prince is he's like, hmm, let me never tell anybody the most important, important information. information. I'm just going to wait for Ejun Key to like yeah. fight for at least 10 minutes in a very cool way yeah. before I let him know that yeah. that's unnecessary. And, and the funny thing about the scenes, right? So like, you know, Crown Prince is like, you know, chill out. It's just, uh, you know, whatever. It's just, you know, my guys. And then all of a sudden, like the king's eunuch 
and some other and attendants. Two other like attendants. They just walk up. That is the field that they've ridden out to from town on horseback. Big empty Presumably field. Presumably the middle of nowhere. So in the my only like the only thing I can imagine happened is that they've ridden out to the spot. The eunuch and the attendant <laughs> were hiding underneath some ferns, right? And they just kind of crept out when they got there because yeah. where did they come from? <laughs> I don't know, and I agree with you. And also, I really wish they showed the bit where they're actually hiding behind a little bush, like just trying not to be seen. Like, <laughs> yeah, look, this is one of those things, like you know, people following each other in K dramas, yeah. where you're just like, I'm gonna roll with this. This is fine. Yeah, you shouldn't have to though. But um. <laughs> Anyway, basically, the eunuch is like, uh, we're following him for his protection. And why weren't you protecting him with more people? You know, to Ejun Key's accusing him. Ejun Key's like, just fuck off, man. I was doing my best. Um, and, uh, <laughs> In fact, I think the crown prince is like, you don't need more people. All yeah. you need is Ejun Key. Exactly. So I really think this whole scene was just happened just so that we find out it's the crown prince. I think it's so we find out he's the crown prince, but also that we can see that. Because we've just seen Ejun Key being like a jolly jolly fellow yeah so and this is like see... oh he's a badass as well so this yeah. is a capable dude yeah yeah so it's one of those things where it's like this information we need to get across that's yeah. important but willing to who die. gives a fuck how we get it across because well we have two minutes and know, this is only the intro the, so. the ends justify the means i think that's that's what's going on with the writing here this is fine <laughs> yeah it's like i'd love to see the script it's like and then the eunuch appears from where oh, i don't know <laughs> just there <laughs> he was there the whole time he's there the whole time yeah sure. <laughs> maybe one of the um one of the Guys are chasing him, had the eunuch in a little backpack. <laughs> <laughs> like Yoda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I like that. that. That's a good image. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, they kind of just go back to town after yeah, this. Yeah, I think that's it. And the, the Crown Prince is saying to, to Ejun Key, he wants him to write a book review of his vampire book. Oh, yeah. He wants him to write a so review. So Ejun Key's decided he'll have a read of the But the Crown book. Prince is like, oh, if you don't do it, I'll write this like erotic novel about your experiences. Oh, yes. Remember? Uh, he starts teasing him, him about so he's kind of yeah. like he starts telling this story about like a young man and woman who are unmarried who like get caught by the rain and have to go into some abandoned house and like oh what happens yeah. um and it's supposed to be like an erotic novel and Ejun Ki is just getting real uncomfortable and he's so like that's know, not how it happened yeah. nothing happened so we were just based writing on from him the rain. or something yeah. yeah and then you kind of find out that he's getting married to his sister. <laughs> yeah, really odd stuff here. You know, it's not really um, his sister though. They're well, not they're not, but they're like they could be step siblings. Essentially. Oh no! No, but I mean, like the way they've grown up has been that. Well, way. we don't know. We don't know how and long she's it's been, been raised been as a like, daughter. Of she the could household. have just been living there for a year, for all we know. But they probably should have specified well, a lot of a lot of de- defending and because justifying. I have to here. say, they no, no, you're right. She doesn't they even do, call him brother. She does call him brother, but that's Arabani, so that's okay. But he does mention that, that he's okay? been, like, creeping into her room at night. Yeah. And presumably, you know, no funny business. But, like, as if, of course, there's been funny business. I don't know how but this anyway, is, they're getting married. This is making it weird. And the parents are not. Like, the dad's, the like, is, okay, mom, this is fine. But the mum's real super not. The mum's, like, it. taking the stance that I'm taking, which is, like, but you've kind of raised her as his sister. You're my daughter. I don't yeah. want you to be my daughter-in-law. Yeah. And it's, it's like, weird. Which I only can imagine that she's been there for a good long time. You know? Well, I mean, maybe Look, the rest of the drama cares, is going to like really, but... go back and fill it out and be like, actually, she'd only been there for five minutes and it was totally you know quiet what? and not incestuous in they any can do way whatever they want, really. Look, I, I feel like K-dramas, historically, like mm. not so much anymore, mm. but they, there is this kind of weird thing. There's like a weird toying with the whole incestuous Incest. thing. Like yeah. there's like a lot of the, I think it's like the original Hallyhoo way, which is like the super like yeah. much older dramas, I think even from the 90s and stuff. Yeah. 
which I haven't really watched any of those because that's before my time. Okay. Um, but a lot of those were like very heavy on the, I'm in love with you, but I think you're my sister kind yeah, of storylines. Okay. And to be fair, that is, that's How not for old? me. I'm not into it. Okay. I'm like a hundred percent. Yuck. Yeah. Well, look, let's not judge anyone. Well, really. well, yeah. yeah, I think it's okay to judge incestuous relationships. Well, Look, I just don't want to be like... Close-minded. No, no. I'm just like, <laughs> I've got my opinions about it, but I don't want to be like... He doesn't want to incite anybody. I don't want to incite anybody. Who's in an incestuous relationship. I don't know what's going on All right, there. all right. No, you're right, you're right. How the fuck did we get <laughs> Wow. It's just like... All right, moving away from the incest, um, and we'll go back to the vampire. Okay, what so Ijanki engaged to a girl in... I'm, re- I'm reading off my notes. Engaged to the girl in the house... And a marriage is due for 15 days from yes, that point. The time sort of just slips by. Yeah, and then it's like in five days, in, in five, three days. And then and it's like, like three what? days ago we got married, I think. I no, know. they didn't get married. No, she calls them husband. Yeah, but that means because they're about to get married. Yeah, they never get married. I'm pretty sure, they yeah. never get married because she's still wearing her hair down. Uh, like okay. if she was married, it would be in a bun. Um, they have an awkward kiss. And I've written yeah, that they here. Do have an awkward. It's almost a as awkward kiss. as the kiss in episode, I'm going to say, 11 or 12 of Flower of Evil. Was there an awkward kiss in that? Oh my gosh. I don't remember. I remember lots of making out. No, no. Do you remember when... Um, spoiler alert no, for Flower no of Evil. No spoilers, unless it's just a kiss spoiler. Then. It's just a kiss spoiler alert for Flower no of Evil. One. Okay, so there's a flashback. Yeah. Um, when... And they kiss. And they kiss. Do you remember? Oh, it's the one where he's got his eyes open. Yeah, yeah. And he's just staring and at his staring. dead father over yeah. her shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super <laughs> awkward. Oh, yeah. I mean, that yeah. was okay. I didn't mind it. Yeah. This um, one was more awkward, I think. Um, yeah, it was pretty awkward. Yeah, was, this was one was awkward. more awkward. Um, mm. Anyway, so Ejun Key's just sort of sitting at home after having that awkward kiss, and he's decided to have a good read before bed. And the book he's reading is the oh, vampire yeah. book. And he's like reading it, and he's like, hang on a second. I think this is all based on truth because I actually saw the king's servants dragging a dead girl out one night and she had bite marks in her neck yeah. and a stake in her chest. <laughs> and I love that he just saw this, like unrelated before reading this and was like, hmm. He's like, that's fine. Well, I think he keeps king getting does some crazy shit. <laughs> that there's an epidemic and that they're burning the bodies really quickly because of that. Is that? Yeah. Did you just make that up though? I feel no, like you've, that's a you've written in an explanation. No, no, no. That's a conversation that I feel like job. sometimes when you watch dramas, like you just yeah, make, well, a, that, you just you make a thing in your mind yourself. where you're like, oh, it must be this. Yeah. But really it's like not. That's how you get peak enjoyment out that's of how, a silly plot. That's how you, you just fill it in yourself you and you move on. Fill in and don't ever look back. Yeah, absolutely. That's not, it. You've done it. Do not look too closely. Just keep going. Keep You've going. got it. K-drama goggles, as wow. you call them. Yes. Those K-drama Glasses. I love my yeah. K-drama goggles. Yeah, they're permanently on. Yeah, that's how I look at the world now. Oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> well, um, so... Uh, well, he thinks it's real. He thinks it's real. And then it just sort and of... And he remembers that the Crown Prince has spent the last three months yeah. collecting everything on vampires. That that's right. Had. And then he basically just goes and confronts the Crown Prince mm. while they're cremating this body of yes. a concubine. And it's actually cra- kind of a cool-looking scene. It is cool. They've got the fire in the background. It's pissing down rain. Yeah. And he's like... Tell me what it's all about. Blah, blah, blah. It's all real. very wet. And they're very wet. Two very wet men uh, in front of a <laughs> Shouting fire. Shouting at each Shouting other. Shouting at each other, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and this is, this again, we get another really jumpy transition. Like so like, he's like, tell me what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And literally just like that, jumps to a daytime scene and they're walking in this bamboo woods. And there's no explanation as to why they're there. All right. And then all of a sudden, like, and I'm, when I say this. Well, I think this it, is the point where the prince admits that it's real. No, no, but he didn't do that. 
he, he literally goes, oh. he, he, it's like he's about to tell him something like that night. Then it jumps to the daytime scene. Mm. Then all of a sudden, straight away, Lee Jung-ki is fighting a vampire. Yes, he is. And this guy, this vampire, a wispy is a wispy vampire. smoke vampire. He's sort of darting through the bamboo. It looks pretty cool though, right? I know, it looks good. But this yeah. is, again, it's like we've gone from A to D yeah. and B and C has been skipped oh, here. Yeah. It's really strange. This is a true thing. It and, does look cool though. <laughs> yeah. And so they're fighting and, and Lee Jung-ki's trying to land a blow on him. He can't. And, and he's and, like, run, crown prince. He, did oh, land, save he you. does land one hit on him and he cuts his cheek. Yeah. And, and the vampire's and, super impressed. And you can see that. The, the cheek healed yeah. immediately and he's like what are you and yeah. the vampire's like you fool and then the crown prince is like just standing there <laughs> waiting 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 and then he's like don't do anything I actually know this guy he's like come <laughs> on you gotta do this to him all the time just like wait for him to get fucked up and be like actually it's all good gotcha gotcha um, this is true this is what happens I guess maybe because he's royalty he just likes playing around with people like that just to yeah. see what happens yeah. um, so basically he knows this vampire and this is kind of where Lee Jung-ki gets sort of told the truth a very strange way to get to this point but mm. they did anyway did. Um, so um, and the crown prince basically says that since the founding of Joseon mm. um, this evil vampire which is Isu Hok's character Gui mm-hmm. uh, just turned up and helped like you know whatever the founder Yi Sung Get I think anyway um, Joseon found Joseon and yeah. ever since then all the Korean kings have been in debt to him and realistically he's been ruling the country so the crown prince has only just found this out three months earlier mm-hmm. and he hasn't been to see the vampire yet and he's been told you either go and like bend the knee basically to this vampire or you get killed and you can't be king and he's a little bit torn over mm-hmm. what he wants to do yeah. <laughs> next pretty much yeah yeah um uh did you say that the vampire wants... <laughs> I, I lost track of what you saying. Did you say that the vampire wants the crown prince to work for him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's his, his main thing. My favourite bit is when... Um, oh, and, and the crown prince wanted to protect Lee Jung-ki. Yeah, that's why because he, he's he about didn't, to get married. He, he didn't, he didn't want to tell him all this stuff. right? So, so my favourite bit is where Lee Jung-ki and the crown prince are like hanging out by a river and the crown prince is like, there's a secret plan. There's a secret plan yeah, to he says solve this problem. It's a secret, secret. It's plan, a secret. but I don't have the secret plan. I don't know where the secret plan is, but there is a secret plan. And Lee Junkie's like a secret plan to destroy the evil vampire. And yeah. then they walk off, and the evil vampire has been listening the whole time. He's yeah. like, "Hmm." So there's a secret yeah. plan. And from this point on, it's always referred to as the secret yeah. plan. <laughs> I really enjoyed this. <laughs> yeah. This made yeah. me giggle. It was a lot. kind of funny dialogue, wasn't it? <laughs> Um, anyway, this vampire Gui is like, okay, better find out more about this secret plan. Yeah, so he I goes know about and finds plan. the guardian vampire and he grabs him and rips his arm off. Yeah, he just throws his arm across the yard. He just rips his arm off and throws across the yard and the arm's still sort of like moving. It is, around. it's twitching. And then he's like... Uh, oh, he lifts the vampire up. And he's the like, guardian vampire. But he recognizes him. He, and he, he rips open his shirt. Remember, he recognizes him. He's yes. like, I thought I killed you 200 years yeah. ago. And he's like, yeah, think again, buddy. <laughs> and he opens up his shirt and he's got like... His heart's basically on Everything, the outside. Yeah, like a lot of his, <laughs> his ribcage is exposed. exposed. It's like, yeah. a, you know, his, his skin is rotted away. Yuck. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, he's just sort of talking. He's talking all sorts of shit. Like, yeah. You know. Well, and he's basically like, well, this time I'm going to kill you for real. And then he stabs <laughs> a vampire in the shoulder in with the a shoulder. silver knife. Which, no, no, no. It's wooden. With a wooden knife. And everyone knows that stabbing a vampire in the shoulder isn't how you kill a vampire. I was under the impression you stabbed him in the heart. you got to stab him in the heart or you got to chop off the head. Everyone knows this. Is the head? Can they do uh, Yeah, the head. Yeah, if you chop works. off the head, they turn to dust. Um, so then to he... Dust. Yeah. Always. No, no. In always. Buffy. In Buffy, yes. Yeah. Yes, of and then, um, so he, 
Gui just sort of like stabs this guy in a non-heart related area and then leaves him bleeding on the ground and walks off and he's like, well, I did it right this time. Yeah. But he didn't. Yeah. Well, um, there's also some very interesting music while this is happening. It's this oh, really yeah. like strange kind of little kind of bit of up-tempo like electronic beats uh, going yeah, on in the background while some this is really weird music in this episode stuff. actually yeah, strange some really strange choices anyway um, basically uh oh. Ki then finds out that the crown prince has been kidnapped or at least that's what the yeah people so he goes to see the crown prince and he throws him across the room and then he like puts him on a house arrest or some shit so ejun Ki's like oh i better go see mr guardian vampire and get that oh, secret plan puts him on the house arrest well i don't know we just see like a whole bunch of attendants saying no one's allowed into this room. yeah 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 that's right mm-hmm. um but then the king's men seem to think that ejun key's character has yes. kidnapped the oh well, they prince. say the crown prince has been charged with being a traitor oh and then they say that um ejun key is also a oh, traitor yeah, okay. and so ejun key decides to go get the secret plan from the guardian go. vampire yeah so he's going to find out what the secret plan was because he lives in a little hut the out in the country plan. so he tracks down uh, this place, and as soon as he gets to the house, the severed arm of the garden <laughs> vampire grabs him mm. and drags him into the house somehow. Mm, I liked this a it lot. It was really interesting. It's so very weird. It just like lifts him up, like yeah. this hovering he severed arm pulls him. So my favorite part about this mm. is that. Ejun Ki was there to go into the house. He was going to go into the house. He yeah. didn't need the, the seven arm to drag him into yeah. the house. There's a, there's it a, was going to happen. Some of the budget for the show was allocated to making that scene happen. <laughs> and it really didn't I need to happen. It, a lot. it was very funny. Yeah. Um, oh, no. You know Unexpected. what? It does need to happen. You know what? Because what happens is he drags him into the house and then the vampire guy's lying yeah, on the ground right. and he's like, oh, and he's saying it shit. It needs to happen for the funniest yeah. reason. So, so he's like, he's like, oh, oh, he's saying stuff. And and Ejun Ki's like, what was that? And he's like, come closer. He's like, what was that? Come even closer. And he's like, okay. So Ejun Ki basically leans, bears his neck he in front of this neck man's into face. The guy's face. And obviously the vampire bites him. Yeah. And has tried to turn him into a, a vampire or whatever. And Ejun Ki goes, you know, all he's like rolling around on the floor, convulsive or veins whatever, popping out of yeah. his throat. He's and, like, anyway, he wakes up in the morning and he he's wearing a black robe. Oh, because before he goes unconscious, the vampire. Yeah. The guardian vampire's like, never take off the black robe. And me and she were like, what? What, what black robe? What, what black the fuck? Robe. He's not he wakes wearing, up he's wearing a black, blue robe. Wakes up in a black robe. He does wake up wearing and a black robe. And what we see is that his clothes are on the ground next to him. Mm. And the severed hand is beside <laughs> the clothes. So the reason they had that scene... Well, the scene, guardian vampire's been turned by dust yeah. in the sun. Yeah. So it means that the reason they wanted to show us that the severed hand could drag him into a house flying through mm. the air was that the severed hand can also undress him while he sleeps and redress <laughs> him in this black robe. <laughs> What a strange <laughs> show this is. This is really, really, really funny and weird. <laughs> oh, I really enjoyed it. Like, what a reveal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was very confusing. And then, like, the imagery of imagining this severed yeah. arm undressing Ejun Ki and rolling him around the difficult. floor. And then putting him in this, like, weird sheer black robe yeah. thing that he's wearing. Yeah. It's and all very odd. God knows what else happened. And then there's a really weird scene. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, too focused on the erotic novels from his well, historical look, times. Look, they... <laughs> They, they, they got a erotic horror summer. novel with a seven hand anyway yeah. <laughs> so then Adrian Key's like oh my gosh look the guardian vampire's been turned by into dust and then he puts his like his hand in, under a sunbeam and his hand starts to sizzle and he's like oh no but then the next scene 
He's exactly. just walking under the sun. It's really they they really don't know what's going <laughs> yeah. on. So they he haven't figured out the rules yet. That vampires can't go into the sun because they'll get burnt unless they're wearing a black robe. But they he was, forgot he was wearing a that black he was robe. wearing a black yeah. robe at that specific moment. Yeah, yeah. So it so, didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it, none, um, most of it doesn't really make that much. And sense. then Idrunki's like staggering down the street like a plague victim, and all the people are like, <gasps> ah, because yeah, clearly there's a lot of epidemics him. around there. Yeah, and so um, he staggers up to the palace gates where there are about five severed heads on poles, and one of them is supposed to be the crown prince. It is. I don't know. Well, it is. <laughs> I'm just letting you know it is. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it, it, did, it was you a bit silly. Sure? Yeah. It's that whole thing is like unless you actually see a major character die in something, like we've been taught from yeah. watching TV, that means they're not really dead. Yeah, yeah. So like there is a severed head, but it's you know it's obviously not the actual actor's head because yeah. it's a severed head. But it didn't even so vaguely it's a fake look like old him. like weird thing. Yeah. And it didn't really look like it. Didn't, him. It didn't even. I just happen to know that. Like I'm pretty sure he was dead. Actually, I can't remember. Maybe he comes back. Who knows? I think he comes back. Let's say. Let's say he comes. You back. think he's got vamped? He's got plans. Anyway, Idrunki's dad's up there. The crown prince is up there. Everyone he ever loved is up there, except yeah. for his mom and his And then um, and in classic K-drama style, he just starts screaming and yelling. And, he's like, Dad! You know, Dad! No, no, he's like, bleh, bleh, Oh, yeah, you know, he does do that. And that then real, he turns like, full vamp in front really of everyone. really crazy K-drama screaming that, mm. that guys do in K-dramas. The other thing I loved about this scene, while he's crazy k-drama screaming oh, yeah. and, and vamping his they eyes are going that, red the and then someone gets a piece of like i don't know like pale plywood and just sort of bops him on the back of yeah. the head and that's it you he's, don't need to stab a vampire in the heart no you just, just need to just, bop him on the head just give him a slight little tap in the back of the little neck pop. yeah uh, so but, yeah he goes down like yeah. a sack of potatoes uh, people but, say that sometimes sack of potatoes i guess you know, <laughs> who where is this like the dropping of a sack of potatoes i guess it makes a, a body like thud yeah <laughs> yeah. I guess. I'm gonna have to buy a sack of potatoes now to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> Sayings are weird. They are weird. Alright. Yeah. And then potatoes suddenly Yeah. Okay. I love potatoes. <laughs> um and then Idrin Key wakes up or wakes dressed up, up in well, the he's actually underground wrapped throne. around with a, oh, yeah, a, he's got a, a tree. Tree that's kinda of holding him, gripping it's true. him. It's a, it's tree a living gripping him. thing that's sort of holding him. Hmm. Um and uh, Gui is there, Gui's the there. mullet vampire. And basically, they just, they just start yelling at each other. There's a lot know? of yelling. And and Lee Junkie just says like, he's just screaming. More, and I don't know exactly what he says, but he's more or less like, how you, dare you? You you just you you're ain't shit, man. You ain't fucking shit. I fucking you you fuck, man. You ain't shit. <laughs> and and you know what? It's really interesting because he doesn't actually say a lot that is that damaging. But this guy, he really gets under his skin. He's like, you ain't fucking shit, man. You don't. You he doesn't say do. it in those specific Yeah, but, he's, words, but he, that, that's he, the he general gets that, vibe. He gets yeah. that thing he across. Gets it across. Yeah. yeah, you ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. And the, and the vampire is like, what the? Oh, well, I never. This is, I did not expect <laughs> but this. But then the vampire's like, I like you, kid. And instead of having all these like kings and queens as my underlings, I'm going to have you as my favorite underling. No, he says that first and then he junkie comes at him with the all, all the bullshit. Oh, okay. And he gets really annoyed. And he, I think he knocks him out. And then when he wakes up again, oh, his girlfriend, he's got his, his fiance there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, did I say yeah, shit? I, what I meant, you are the shit. I, was, I meant to say you are <laughs> the shit. Please don't kill my wife. You're so good. Um, yeah. And the guy's like, well, well this blah, blah, is blah, blah, like, blah. I think they're trying to introduce a theme here, which, you know, what? I wasn't listening so much to the dialogue at this point. Oh, yeah, gosh. But I the theme that I think they're trying to introduce is like, you know, Gui's like, humans are just shit like all these kings bowed the knee and let me corrupt the country they couldn't mm-hmm. give their lives for a greater cause mm-hmm. this humans are weak they're so shit and so he's obviously about to oh, torture yeah. this girl to make Idrunki do what he wants and the girl 
you know, he's kind of standing there, Gwiers, with like a little tiny knife in his hand. So she runs at him and like rams her belly on his little tiny knife. Pretty interesting. And then she goes, and right when he's saying humans are weak and obviously, you know, she's displaying humanity strength by sacrificing herself to save her boyfriend. Um, But it causes Idun Ki so much strife. Yeah. That he becomes very strong and then throws Gui underneath a boulder. That no. fell from the sky. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, sure okay. That's what not quite happened. He, he throws him into a pillar. The pillar collapses, oh, and the top okay. of the pillar lands on. Gwee. I liked my version. Throws him <laughs> under a boulder that landed from the sky. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, look, it wouldn't be any no less silly. It, no less silly than anything else that's happened so far yeah. in the show. Mm. Anyway, he's holding his his dying fiance and. Yeah. His, Saying things, I'd have a little flashback, another awkward kiss in the back, another awkward kiss, and then, um, and then he's like, I bloody love you, yeah, and then he just bites oh, her neck, and then he bites her neck, but and starts drinking I think the her. idea was he maybe he was trying to turn her, um, and then she dies. I don't know because there was this other scene where Gui is sort of like teasing him, he's like, How are you still alive after a few days without drinking any human blood? Like, yeah. that's impossible. How have you held back? And he keeps like, I don't know, he has like a tiny little dead prince in the throne room, and he's like waving this dead prince in front of Ijun Ki, and he's mm. like, Drink this little tiny prince. And Ijun Ki's like, No. Yeah. And then it's obviously, you know, what's actually funny though, like. Because he's like, he's got this little dead prince, like a little boy, and he just like lifts him up like a little sack. He's like, come on, drink him. He's like, nah, and he just fucking throws him across the room. Like, it should be funny. It's so macabre. It like, it should be horrifying. But it is pretty funny. Yeah, it's like a juice it's box. All... He just like throws it across the room. I just feel like it's all like very, um, like, what's the word? Over the top? Those are over the top? Pantomimish? Pantomimish, yeah. So it's like, everything's like, the emotions are big. But they're not like heart rending because you don't really know these characters yet. Yeah. So you don't, it's not like, you know, you like Ijun Ki because you like Ijun Ki. I would just go on another level. I wouldn't say they're big. The emotions are loud. Yeah. They're, they're big. They're, no, they're, they're loud. And big. Uh, <laughs> there's, some, there's some big stuff happening. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, um, and then what happens? It's like the, 160 years 100, later. 120 years. Oh, 20. 120, 120 years. years later. And I thought that was kind of cool. Um, that's, that's, that's the you. kind of next jump. That's a jump you can make that actually is okay because that's passage of time. Yeah. Um, you mean not like just a scene to scene like, break where it makes no Here's the thing. Um, it, you know, they just go forward in time. And then so we, it surprised you a bit because you thought that the dead wife was the female lead. Yeah, I guess so. Mm. Yeah, I thought, I thought she was. This is one um, of those things where it's kind of sad because if you follow K-drama casting and all the yeah. actors and actresses, you really can... You spoil yourself just by knowing facts about the drama. Like, yeah. I know that the actress, um, Kim So-won, who plays Lee Jun-ki's wife, is not yeah. the female lead, and mm. it's Lee Yoo-bi, well, who wasn't in it. Sometimes yet. I find that with movies, like, non-Korean movies and TV mm. and stuff that I watch, because, like, you'll see something, and then be like, just a glimpse of, like, some other character, and I'm like... I recognise that, that, that person. actor that can't person just be can't a just cameo. Be like, so they're obviously going to be really important. Yeah. They're the killer, you know, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> um, got to be them because it's, it's the most famous actor in, in the this. whole thing, right? <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so 120 years in the future, um, we're still in Joseon. There's mm. a bookseller running around the street selling books. Um, Being very a chicken, chirpy. A chicken goes happy. across the street. A chicken It doesn't look does, very happy, actually. A chicken floats over the street. It doesn't look very happy, um, the chicken. Um, anyway, basically, this bookseller goes on a mission to some so this pavilion. Book, this bookseller is played by the actress EUV. And you tell me that, in fact, this is supposed to be, like, 
She's supposed she's to dressed be as a boy. She's so, dressed as a so, man. So, she's masquerading as a dude. So people believe her to be. Yes, man. I think in the yeah. world of this drama, everyone who sees her believes that this very pretty, womanly shaped, mm-hmm. womanly voiced woman yeah. is a man. I guess in the world of people who have eyes and like, I'm pretty sure they had eyes in Joseph. Any kind of like, pretty sure they had brains in brain. Joseph too. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite pretty clearly sure. not a man. <laughs> It is very much so, <laughs> like, EB is a, she is a woman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And she's not even trying to put on a voice or anything. No, she, she's not I, even doing a Mulan. I have to say, and, like, and... there's quite a lot of, like, this kind of, you know, uh, I guess, you know, girls pretending to be boys in dramas. Mm. Um, and sometimes the girl will, like, she'll put on a voice, she'll, like, you know, bind her chest or whatever or wear the yeah. kind of stuff to make her look mm-hmm. and, you know, move more like a dude or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like sometimes people can actually do it really well. Um, like Coffee Prince is one. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, not so much. I don't think is she tries very you, hard. you turn the settings up on your K-drama goggles? Like you turn it up to max? Just to sort well, of... look, as a trope, um, the whole girl dressing as a boy and being mistaken for a boy thing is just like, I fucking love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I think it. if I were to I'm get you so this whole show, I would need two sets of K-drama goggles, one on top of the other, both turned <laughs> up to 12. <laughs> well, look, yeah. No, that's true. I feel like because I love that trope, I'm totally willing to go with it. And I guess because, you know, in a romance drama, I love seeing pretty people on my screen as well. Like, this is a terrible thing, but it's Mm. true. So I love that she looks so pretty. And I'll just pretend that everyone thinks she's a man while I enjoy how pretty she looks. Well, look, again. And then get my my romantic trope of everyone thinking she's a dude. This is actually, I guess this is is one of the the impressive things about K-dramas that I've come across. It gives me what I want. No, not that. Um, (laughs) It's just that, like, there's so... In, in in isolation, there's so many things that I find so weird about K-dramas. Mm-hmm. But I guess the advantage that they have is that they throw all of these at you at once that you automatically have to adjust your baseline. So compared to anything else that's happened in this episode, that's not the weirdest thing <laughs> in the episode. So, you so kind you're of go, kind of like, cool, I'll accept I guess it. this is the new normal. You know what? You know? <laughs> like, that is probably what the slow slide into being a K-drama addict is. Because <laughs> if you're someone who loves these kind of tropes, it's giving you what you want. It's hitting that spot. And yeah, when you first start watching, you're like, that's weird. That's weird. Huh. Yeah. Huh. But you're like, but it's doing the thing that I want. It's giving it to me. All I have to do is like suspend a little bit of belief in these certain yeah. like areas. So why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. If it's giving you what you love. Like heroin. Right? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah. Yes. There you go. I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah. Televisual heroin. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yep. So she goes to this pavilion looking for a scholar who's wanted to buy some books. Yeah, she wants to sell and some she, books. She's the best bookseller that exists. Yes. So she stumbles she into a room where book. she doesn't find a scholar. She finds uh, some guy who I can see from over here is another crown prince. Oh, is this him here? No, up the top. Oh, the top. Where? Okay. oh so yeah. this is the actual Shin crown prince Chung-min. of the time. So Chung Min, I'm pretty sure he's an idol, I reckon, a K pop idol. Okay. I don't really know. Interesting facial hair. Um, he, but, well, it's a fake. He's wearing a fake beard. It's a very they interesting fake, fake beard. beard. I'm so not into fake beards. I love beards, but fake beards, they're no good. No, yeah, like yeah. beards. Yeah, I do. G's got a big beard. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, anyway, she stumbles into this room and he appears to be painting a scantily clad female. And, and she, the, the Gisang's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. She really is. She's just like, and the crown off. prince dude's just like staring at yeah. you be like, presumably he's going to be a character, right? Yeah. Because I think he must be, maybe he's, he's obviously the second. He's, he's going to be in it. He's going to be in it. Right. Because yeah. he's a crown prince. So presumably he's working for a vampire. Yeah. Right? Or he's about to find or out. He's going to find out. Yeah. Anyway, she stumbles off to another room and while she's going there, 
she um some guys like escorting her to the room and we hear a little chirping sound oh, yeah. and, and he's like what's that and she's like oh it's and just this squirrel in her my sleeve, sleeve and there's this little squirrel in her sleeve and she's like it was injured so i thought i Put it in here and i didn't have time to fix him up before i came here so, he's so in my she, sleeve now. she does have a she has a squirrel Squ- in her sleeve again this is what i'm talking about like so many weird things have happened. like how could you not expect and it's not just weird things being a squirrel in elements in the show but it's also this like True. weird ways of telling the story and all sorts of weirdness throughout mm. the entire episode that so by the, by the time, time you get, get to this to point this, you're, like, you're like cool i yeah, love this this is as close to normal as we're going to yeah. get um anyway she gets escorted to his room and if she finds a scholar and the scholar has a screen pulled down in front of him even though you can see directly through it. Mm. And I'm not really sure. It's what a the privacy is. screen. But it's not very it's private. To make him look like more pretty because it's like mysterious. You can't right. see through it. Okay, sure. <laughs> Got the K drama goggles on explaining it for you. Yeah. Um, anyway, he's like, I heard you're a really good bookseller. She's like, I am the best bookseller. And he's like, Can you get any books written by Prince, whatever? Just a crown prince from 120 years ago. Prince, yeah. And she's like, I've never heard of any books by him. And he's like, Well, <laughs> and she's like Whoa. well obviously the interesting thing about this conversation is that the crown prince that looking for books no that adrian key was friends with back then has been wiped from history so no one oh, knows about it yeah oh, well okay. she's like i've you know who is that i've never heard of this crown oh, prince that's unusual like okay. they would know about this shit yeah they yeah anyway they're about to get into it more conversationally and uh, the squirrel pops out of her sleeve, yeah. runs under Ejun Ki, and then she sort of runs over and is trying to like fish it out from underneath his legs. It's all a bit awkward for him, I guess. Yeah, it's he's like, just sitting there, and yeah. she's like fishing around yeah. like under his skirt. And she basically. gets the squirrel, and she's about to put it back in her sleeve, and it bites her finger, and yeah. then there's a little drop of blood on her finger. And then Ejun Ki's like, oh, give me that. And he's kind and of he just kind of vamps it. And, get... and so then it ends with him kind of, her looking at him and being like, wow, he's so pretty. He looks like a woman. It's literally what she said. Oh, is that what she said? <laughs> yes. um, and then he lifts up his arm because he's like, ew, she yeah, stinks. Or that's what, you yeah. know. And also the most stinks. interesting thing about this scene is that his assistant is played is by the character saying? who plays his sister in Flower of Evil. Yes. So this is the actress Jung Hee Jin. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't have anything to do in this scene except sit there and look extremely beautiful while wearing a big ginseng. But ginseng how, how, how did you like that though? When ginseng. I when I was able, to, I was like, oh, that, that, that's what's her name from Flower of Evil. Ah, yeah? uh, yes. Yeah. I am happy about your expanding K drama knowledge. It's great. Is it? I mean, you recognize? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this. Oh, I wasn't being sarcastic. Oh. I'm like really happy. Oh, okay. I was I was very impressed when you did that. Yeah. I was like, woot woot. And that's the, that's the whole episode. That's it. That's where the episode ends with Adrian Key like lifting his little shimmery robe over his nose and trying not to let EUB realize that he is a vampire mm-hmm. and her thinking that he thinks that she smells bad. That was the end. Maybe she does. Well, maybe she does. She's had we a squirrel in her pocket for how many hours? <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good point. I'm sure that squirrel has pissed everywhere. All yeah. Over her. So she probably did smell bad. Yeah. No wonder she was so sensitive about it. Yeah. It's like She knew the truth. She knew it was the truth. That's it. We're done. All right. Um, I've got some questions for you, but we'll do that in the next section. Let's do it. All right, Dee. So I want to ask you, after watching Scholar Who Walks the Night, mm-hmm. are you a K-drama addict now? Yet. Now. Now. Yet. No. No. <laughs> no. No? No, I'm not. This one didn't completely convert you. It, it didn't. 
into loving K dramas with K drama goggles on. It, it certainly didn't make it didn't it didn't you know undermine any progress that we have made any no? to this point. But well, that's good. That's, it, that's it, something. <laughs> it definitely didn't make me want to be a K drama addict. Yeah. Um, the but, worst is when I do show you a drama that undermines the progress that I've made so far in yeah. showing you that dramas can be good <laughs> are good are, are good intrinsically yeah yeah 90 percent of dramas yeah. are good some are shit obviously yeah i guess this is just sort of like you know it's just like when you see crazy shit happening you know <laughs> and you just sort of but you're not involved in it and you can just sort of sit <laughs> just by, happens out yeah. like a bystander and just be yeah. like fuck going on there That's and crazy. would you say that you like ijon ki more or less after watching this uh, unchanged. 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 Wow. So this was a real neutral. He's he's, just he's pretty bulletproof. Like he's that good that I think he can get away with a dodgy ass episode like this, and mm. potentially a dodgy ass drama. I don't know. Um, without it leaving much of a mark on him, he's like you know there's there's all those actors out there like sometimes they do things that are just shit, and you're like, but you're so good, I don't really care. Yeah. Do you know, it's like um like that Michael B. Jordan guy. You know. Yes. He's in that movie we watched and talked about probably inordinately in this uh, podcast series. Have they? We well, mentioned we've that We've mentioned movie. that movie a couple of times. Yeah. I, I have. And and it's like... It's because he's so great, but he's so shit. The but he's still terrible. so great. You know, it was not terrible. It's just... We're talking about an American run. actor who yeah. was in a Amazon Prime thing. Movie. Yeah, it was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was an action movie. Yeah. Uh, I can't even remember what it was called. Without Remorse or something? Or I don't know. Or something like that. He was great. Anyway, he was great. But it's kind of... Like, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, there's some people who are just that good. It's that star power, you know, right? Star power. It's that thing. Yeah. What are they? The it factor that people are always talking about when thing, someone just has a thing. It only becomes a problem when they repeatedly then start doing yeah. good stuff. And you're like, okay, this is a bit. Like, bad. you got to be in a good thing every now and then. Yeah. To make your it factor it's like the, work for what you. What do they call it? The McConaissance? You know? You know that <laughs> Matthew McConaughey? Do they call that that? Yeah, because he was I mean, like, if they don't, they should. He spent like so much of his early career. He's just, talking about you know, the, the actor whose name Matthew that I McCon- can't... Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I can't pronounce it. And he was name. in like all these crap movies for a while. Or Terrible just, not, I don't know about crap, but no, just, pe- just not thin, anything that people really care about that much. And then like people were like, well, what's going on? Because apparently he's supposed to be good and whatever. And then all of a sudden he just came out with all these hits. He was like... You know, uh, interstellar. Well, he just went into the full gritty um, as well. well he was he was in Magic Mike, wasn't he? And yeah, he was. Magical Michael. <laughs> Magical Michael. Um, and what was that movie, The Dallas Fires Club? He started doing yes. all these like serious he movies. He did serious oh, drug. He did movies. True Detective season one. Fantastic Another serious show. drug movie. Ooh, what a show! Watch, watch it. it. Watch it. Watch the show. True yeah, Detective but season one. Look, it depends. That might not be for you. If you're a K drama addict. Bloody fantastic! And you know what? You know yeah. what? What I want to see? I want to see. Korean True Detective with Lee Jung Kee in it. How good would that be? I'd fucking watch that. that I'd watch that. Great. But it's got to be done right. No, like fucking about you know. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um. So, cool. in Scholar Who Walks Tonight, yeah. what do you reckon will happen next? I'm not really sure. I guess like uh, okay. So I asked you this while she watched the episode, but I was like, oh, so him and her are going to be the bookseller, and and Lee Jung Kee are going to be like the the romance. It seemed very unlikely to me, actually. I don't know why. I just think it's just the characters are so different in a way. Yeah, and I know? guess he's 120 years old now and he's yeah. all like bitter and yeah. disconnected and she is like a little tiny baby. Yeah, with and a also, lot of enthusiasm but also she, you know what, you know, you know what surprised me? Because she does seem very optimistic and bright. Mm. Whereas I'm used to just like, for some reason, automatically like, like, you know. Oh, the cranky. They're always cranky. Well, see, this and she's not cranky. That's why I was like, oh, because so... what's going on? Her character type, optimistically bright, no matter what hardships are thrown, that's actually more of a female lead character, like, 
type than the cranky one is. Okay. Like that's much more common. It's mm. just weird. It must just be the kind of dramas that for some reason okay. you happen to have watched. Because yeah, so that's for like some reason. You for some reason. <laughs> for some reason the ones you've been watching. It's called the candy type. Okay. Um and it's I think it's actually originally it was a Japanese manga that was really famous and I don't know mm. and it was the character happened to be, you know, a lot of K drama modern dramas particularly like, you know, multiple part time jobs, can never get anywhere in oh, life. Well, Everyone's mean but they're so isn't happy. That boys over flowers. Absolutely. What's that's a candy. Jandy. Jandy. Candy, jandy. Is a candy. She was also very like, like. Well, she was a bit dim. She's a bit dim. So yeah. candies <laughs> don't have to be dim. They can okay. be, but they have to be optimistic and bright, no yeah. matter she, the terrible. She was not the sharpest tool in the box. No, <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't. Yeah, so I feel like um, EUB's character in Skull Who Walks the Night has like that kind of candy-ish right. vibe. Okay, candy. Like obviously she's gonna have. I'll, I'll follow that sure away for future a, reference. You know, she's got a reason why she's dressing like a dude. Yeah. And I think what. She needs money desperately, so mm. she has to live her life this way, but she's, you know, positive and mm. happy. And he's obviously all disconnected and sad, mm. and yet, you know, she'll begin to thaw his icy ice vampire heart, heart yeah. with her little squirrel. A little squirrel. Yeah. Oh, that's a good way to start. And then obviously, I like a little squirrel. Yeah, well, I, I like the squirrel too. Mm. Reminds me of Samurai Shampoo. Yeah. Little... Moo Moo. Moo Moo. Yeah. Moo Moo. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I love that show. Yeah, so good. Um, um, so, oh, I, well, um, I didn't say what I, was, what I thought oh, was yeah. going to happen. So, yeah, I, obviously they're going to get together. Um, I think that his his uh, fiance is still alive as a vampire, I reckon. Um, and you can tell, I know you're going to, but this is what I think. I think the yeah, fiance yeah. is still alive. I think... I thought the Crown Prince was still going to be alive, but you're pretty sure not. Um, oh, actually, I can't remember. So and maybe he is. Gui, obviously, they're going to butt heads and start fighting and shit. Um, actually, I don't really know what else could happen in this drama. To yeah, be I honest. feel like it's literally just going to be him. But he, is, he is the guardian vampire now, right? By default, because he doesn't want to. Yeah, so he'll you know, have to. So this is me also speculating because yeah. I can't remember. So obviously, Idrin Ki will have to like you know, become good mates with the new crown prince and try and get the yeah. new crown prince to enact whatever the secret plan who, is. The new crown prince will be the second male lead? Yeah, I guess so. And he must be that, that dude who was like, oh, look at this manly man, bookseller yeah. in the doorway. Look at this obvious woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I okay. don't really remember. I think you're right, though, about um his ex-wife, see, his dead wife, becoming a vampire. Yeah. yeah. Or... Because that Either would cause that or she's been like reborn or some something shit. like that. She's definitely in the drama. She's not she's just going to be second, gone. I think yeah. she's the second female lead. Right. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. I don't I really remember. Uh, maybe there's going to be more severed arms. Maybe like at one point, each junkie's going to have to rip off his own arm and throw it <gasps> at someone to like save the day. Do you know that kind of thing? Yeah. Like he can't reach them, but he can throw his arm over it and his arm can reach them. <laughs> or just that, go randomly I, I like these new vampire rules. Like, you know, severed arms can just do whatever. Like, you know, they can fly around and <laughs> do all sorts of shit. <laughs> Imagine a world in which a severed arm could fly around and do some shit. Yeah, well, I'm sure there's, oh, that's come up in a movie horrifying. before. What's that? Um, Oh, what is that? Idle hands? No, yeah, idle hands. But what's the one? The Adam family, doesn't there? Oh, hands. I was thinking about that really old movie, around? Idle Hands. Like, and then with his, Seth his, Green, Seth Green, and Devin Sawyer, and his and yes. Jessica Alba, and his hand gets chopped off, and That's it's right. like running around doing right. shit. But I can't. I still love that movie yeah. when I was small. Small. Smaller. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm not very small. I'm quite big. <laughs> All right. So more trivial <laughs> <laughs> trivia time. You ready? Yes. 
I've only got one because I didn't prepare very oh, well. Okay. True or false? Mm-hmm. Adrian Key fractured his nose on the set of this drama. True. It is true, yeah. yes. <laughs> Usually these trivias, quotation marks, are just facts. I can't trivias. I should you have need just... to make up some shit. Just be like, is it true that Ejun Key, um, I don't know. See, it's hard. It's really hard. Is it true that Ejun Key got his left knee replaced <laughs> after doing his military service? Well, that sounds too realistic. Yeah, there you go. I mean, is it true? There you go. Is it? Is it? Oh, I was reading up on it yesterday. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was. I no, te- you weren't. I, I did. I got it, went to his Wikipedia page. You did not. I did. You did yeah, not. I did. Well, in between the drama. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, and he got up for a break and I went onto his Wikipedia page. What did it say? Um, uh, it said stuff about his like early life and how he was born in Busan and then... Yes. And then his he, his parents wanted to go to university, and he's like, "Screw that, man! I'm going to become a famous actor." His parents <laughs> were pretty annoyed, so he went and just like waited tables and did all sorts of odd jobs trying to get work. And he got work, and he fucking proved everyone wrong. So that's the fucking dream right there. Um, and then other stuff about like where he started. There's a picture of him in 2006, looking pretty lame, man. He hadn't, oh! really, he hadn't really hit his stride yet, you know. It was, Is this when he had feathery was, 2000s was, hair and a dangly earring? It was pre junkie. You know? <laughs> okay. Um, and then there was something else about uh, some other shit he did. Um, I read I that he had to. I was actually looking for like really like, you know, salacious facts uh, about him. Yeah, but it's all pretty clean. I think I think his. Korean his, actor, well, what do they call be those medicines right? or whatever? Like mm. those people, they would have scrubbed that fucking thing clean. There's, there's not a drop of dirt on this Wikipedia well, page. <laughs> I feel like to be a successful, sustainable, like long term actor in Korea, like Lee Junkie's been around for quite a while. Like mm. you got to be scandal free. Like that's what you got to yeah. do. So what is it? True or false? About me? False. That's, that's correct. Yeah, I knew yeah. it was false because you spent such a long time making it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you really did. It was, like, a long time. Well, it was a good effort. It wasn't that, like, impromptu, right? All right, so now it's time for the theme tune. The Scholar Who Walks the Night. Oh, Go! The Scholar Who oh. Walks the Night. The Scholar Who Walks in the Dark at Night. He's got red eyes and he stares at owls. He's the Scholar Who Walks the Night. He likes to drink the blood, drink the blood of a concubine <laughs> at night, at night. The king is sad because he's not getting laid because his concubine's <laughs> been drunk by the scholar at night. How about that? I really enjoyed that. That was beautiful. But you've made a huge mistake. What? Adrian Key's the scholar who walks uh, at night, not Gui. Gui is like the evil vampire. He's not a scholar. He's not a learned, educated man. Yeah, but I've done what I was supposed to in the Land of K drama. I've added to the story in a way that makes no sense at all. So you just decided that Gui was an educated scholar? No, no. I've taken the fabric of K drama and used it the way it was meant to be in a nonsensical way. There's no explanation. I don't need any explanation. All right. Well, look, I have decided to accept that theme tune because I thought it was beautiful. Thank you very much. It was very good. (laughs) All right. I think that's nearly. We're nearly done. We're done. Almost. Okay. All right. Well, Thank you. Well, not not quite. Okay. So that brings us to the very end of this week's episode. Um, this is the... <laughs> oh, another thing too. Yeah. <laughs> this episode. So I'm feeling like breaking into something. <laughs> Just do it. Go for it. <laughs> Uh, this is the end um, so we're going to head off now thank you all so very much yes. for listening to this weirdness right to the very end 
Um, also, huge thank you to all the people who have chosen to support the show on Patreon. You guys are the best. Thank you very, very much. And anyone yeah, else? You guys rock. Thank you. <laughs> anyone else who wants to check out Patreon for more similar? I'm doing this. Uh, I'm, playing, <laughs> I'm doing this with my hands. I'm doing like the rock symbol with my hands to tell you guys how much you rock. You know, like the, 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 the He thought you guys could see him. Every time I'm looking at our thing when I was recording, I'm like, oh, I just feel like I'm talking to people. But well, you are talking to people. I know, but I feel like they're looking at me. <laughs> like, Hi. He's waving at you now. Yeah. All right, we're like, we're going to go. Uh, so, yeah, thanks thanks so much for listening. Yes, um, please tune in again next week for some more K-drama stuff. Although G won't be here next week. It'll just be me. It's a bit sad. It is a bit sad. Well, I'll catch you guys when I see you next. Yeah. I guess. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank Bye. you very much for listening. Bye. Bye.